first question is from a person who wishes to stay anonymous from an online retreatant. When someone is seriously ill, they may feel fearful, lost, and unsure of where death will lead them. At this time, how should they face it so they can pass away peacefully without fear? So that is a good question, and it shows that you have some good thoughts, that you have the thoughts that sickness, old age, and death are something that's normal and that is coming, and that is something that we can't go beyond. We must face it. And so if one dies, simply just dies like that, then that may be okay. But if there's a lot of pain there involved as well, then we may worry about how we're going to maintain our mind in the face of all that uh, strong pain and illness. Um, and we then, if we're not able to overcome that pain, then we may die with delusion um, and uh, go to a bad uh, state. And so this is about karma as well. Beings follow their karma. Um, some may, if they don't have the vipaka karma, the result of uh, karma of having to experience uh, painful feelings, uh, then it won't arise. Maybe some pass away that they just have a heart attack and there's no pain at all. And maybe others, they may have a lot of pain and torture when they die. Um, and that's coming up from the results of their past karma. And so we should then build a lot of goodness in this present moment as much as we can. We practice meditation, we build our mindfulness and build goodness uh, to the most that we are able to do. And we see the, uh, this is because right, we see the dangers in uh, pain that is coming to us. And so we then build goodness as much as uh, we can. And there's an example that Venerable Ajahn Anand gave of one lay disciple who had uh, the last stage of cancer, fourth stage cancer, and the doctor was said that he was untreatable and uh, they had a lot of pain so much that they even considered committing suicide. Uh, but because this person was one who had built a lot of merit, that one who had helped to build a monastery and they kept sila uh, precepts regularly on uh, the full moon or the lunar observance days, they would come to the monastery and make merit. Uh, they could even stay in the monastery the whole day and have happiness there. Uh, and so in the last stages uh, of their life, with that cancer, they were able to have this coolness and peace arise in the mind. They were able to maintain the meditation on Bhutto for a whole six months like that in that uh, cool and peaceful state. And they were able to pass away with uh, peacefulness and not having pain. Uh, and so this was the result of their merit arising. And so you build merit and goodness, building dana, 
Sila and Bawana developing the mind as much as you're able to, and this will look after you uh, so that you don't pass away with delusion and that you go to a good uh, and happy destination. Next question is from a physical retreatant here, uh, Mr. Hong Yulong. I'm deeply worried about death. Can death arise during meditation? So you have this fear and worry. And so think and recollect the Buddha often uh, make the mind uh, peaceful. Think and ref and recollect Buddha, Dhammo, Sanko often recollect your goodness often make the mind peaceful this is like your uh, letting go of the unskillful developing merit uh, continually and then if you have uh, states of uh, the mind being lowered like this because of this fear and worry then you need to have mindfulness come up to uh, improve the state of your mind so you think of merit and goodness, make your mind in a meritorious and good state because we all have greed, anger, and delusion there, but we need to maintain this wholesome state of mind every day, every day. Uh, and so we have to do uh, a lot of good karma. It's uh, intentional actions of doing chanting, meditation, developing the mind, making merit, practicing goodness, uh, and so this is a karma that we're doing often. And so we can recollect uh, before we go to bed, then we remember the merit we've done. And maybe we can look back to many months ago or even years and we remember that merit. And then we go to sleep in a very relaxed and at ease. Uh, the mind is at ease. And when we wake up, then we redetermine that today we'll do goodness and, and develop goodness. And so then like this, then the time where we have to pass or die, then the mind will recollect merit very easily. The mind will be in a very bright, radiant state and will have a good uh, rebirth. And so we have to develop our minds and practice like this uh, until we're very certain that we will, we will have a good uh, rebirth. We will, we will go to a good destination and we are 99% sure of this. Next question is from Tan Su Kyung. I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, from Korea. Um, after practicing mindfulness for seven to eight years, I am still not able to view others and my own habitual defilements with equanimity. I feel very frustrated about it. I would like to seek Long Pa's guidance on this. Thank you. So you've been practicing for many years and you have to look at yourself that whether you have been developing mindfulness or sati, how much mindfulness have you uh, been developing? Uh, if we develop a lot of mindfulness, then when the anger arises, then we'll know that and we'll be able to endure with it. We have kanti and the anger may subside. Uh, maybe before we've been ang angry, maybe 10 times, but we're able to reduce it 
because of our mindfulness through the practice, maybe it's left nine times, eight times, seven times. And so it is lessening. And however it is, uh, we have to practice with the right method. Um, if we're sitting meditation for an hour and we're just thinking and proliferating for one hour, um, then there's not much mindfulness there. No, we're just enduring with it, uh, the, the, the sitting, the, the duration, but there's no peace there. Uh, same for walking meditation. Maybe we're walking an hour and uh, we're just thinking you know, the whole time. And so then like this, the results uh, of our mindfulness then is very little. So Venerable Ajahn Chah said it's like one's going fishing in a, a pond that doesn't have any fish. Then no matter if you fish there for seven to eight, seven years, eight years, uh, you won't catch any fish because there's no fish there. And so when you're sitting meditation, walking meditation, uh, you must uh, have mindfulness. Uh, you must be able to bring up mindfulness uh, if you don't have mindfulness during that time, uh, then the defilements uh, come up. Maybe you get angry then at yourself and blame uh, yourself or others uh, because you don't have mindfulness. And this is like the gilesas, the defilements are coming up again. But however it is, uh, just keep building your spiritual qualities. If you have uh, anger, then... Uh, be able to endure it uh, first uh, and just keep uh, going with the, the practice. If uh, you keep going without stopping, then it will get better. Uh, you will gain more peace. And it's uncertain as well. Maybe you've been practicing seven to eight years um, and it's not peaceful yet, but maybe the ninth year it gets peaceful or the tenth year or you're very close to it. Um, and so don't suffer over this. Um, just have mindfulness to know whether you have anger there or it's free from anger there, you've got mindfulness to know that and you just keep training the mind and one day you will meet with success.